I'm Neil Osborne, and welcome to the Get to Yes podcast, where I teach, coach, consult, and speak on selling in the hair, beauty, and body industries. Have you noticed these days with your clients, or be they B2B salon owners or B2C salon and clinic clients, that being pushy just doesn't work? Talking doesn't work. However, asking and listening does. Throughout these podcasts, I'm going to discuss a style of selling that uses the skill of persuasion. Our belief is that you get to yes by listening, not telling. If you practice these persuasion skills, you'll become more successful, achieve greater results, gain that recognition you're yearning for, or maybe even just learn that selling can be fun. Hi, Neil Osborne from The Sales Catalyst here. In this episode, we're going to discuss the question that I get asked the most from B2B salespeople. You know, those B2B salespeople that are selling their products to salon owners, be it beauty salons, skin clinics, owners of hairdressing salons or spray tan salons even. Regardless of who you are or what you're selling, the most common question I get asked by those B2B salespeople is, how do I handle objections? You know, the question is, what do I say? What do I say when the salon or the clinic owner says no? Or when they push back or give me an excuse or a reason not to buy? In our role as a professional salesperson, these are the things that, well, I have to say most people fear. Yes, we call them sales objections. Would it help if I could share with you three simple steps to understand and overcome most of your sales objections? My approach is to use what I call the rule of three. Before I introduce that, and so we're all on the same page, let's define a sales objection. I find a good definition is any hindrance voiced by the client, if unaddressed, prevents you from moving to the next step in your sales process or in the sales conversation. Let's put that into context. You're in a beauty salon, a skin clinic, or a hairdressing salon. You're presenting your new retail range to the owner and, you know, doing all the talking so enthusiastically and then they hit you. They hit you with a sales objection. We have heaps of retail and we don't need any more. Wow. So how would you handle that? Hmm. What would be your approach? What would you actually say if someone hit you with that objection? Well, most salespeople I observe when I'm out training do one of two things, fight or flight. Yep, that's right, they fight. They step up, take on that objection, and as a result, unfortunately, now learn that debating is not a good strategy when they're trying to persuade a buyer. On the other hand, they flight. Yep, that's right, retreat. Back down, change the subject. Hmm, which are you? Unfortunately, neither behaviour gets you closer to the sale, let alone your monthly sales budget or monthly commissions. That statement, we have heaps of retail and we don't need any more. Let's actually have a look at this statement. We have heaps of retail and we don't need any more. Where are the specifics? It contains no specifics, none at all. So this is why a lot of salespeople find it difficult to handle, let alone overcome. So let me introduce you to my rule of three. Picture in your mind, or if you can stop, write this simple process down as it pivots around three circles, or more specifically, three ovals. 
The first step is to draw a large oval left to right on your page. The second, draw a second oval about two-thirds the size directly underneath the first and slightly overlapping. The third step, draw a third oval, again about two-thirds the size of the second, directly under and slightly overlapping. Now you should have three ovals, one stacked on top of the other, in descending size. If you were to run your hands down the sides, it should be the shape of a V. In the top oval, write the word public. In the second, personal. And in the third smaller oval, write the word private. This objection we've received, you know, the one we've had heaps of retail and we don't need any more, is what I call a public objection. A public objection is the one that a buyer will openly admit to anyone. Or as the term suggests, they may even mention it publicly. You know, to their friends. They may even make the comment in front of their staff or, God forbid, even in front of their clients. Or it could even be an objection that they've used before when they've felt pressured by a salesperson and then they found it worked. So now they're using it again. Hmm. Basically, let's see that objection for what it is. It's a fob-off. It's an excuse. So how do we deal with it effectively? Our goal as a professional salesperson is to be perceived to be different. And not just different for different sake, but rather develop the ability to shift and get to understand things from our client's perspective. And more importantly, we need to behave differently than those other unskilled salespeople out there. Otherwise, the buyer will just treat us the same. So how do you deal with a public objection? Well, firstly, don't take it on nor move to fight, nor flight. We simply say, that's not a problem, and add a brief pause. Then we pop out a question. My preferred is, can you tell me a little bit more about that? And then pause. So let's do that again. We get the objection. We have heaps of retail and we don't need any more. You go, that's not a problem, and pause. Then ask, can you tell me a little bit more about that? And then you actively listen, and they will start to tell you lots and lots more. What now happens is the client's thoughts are so focused on what she has just said that when asked, can you tell me a little bit more about that, they will just go on to explain more about their situation and offer you more information. For example, they may say, well, my girls aren't good at retail. Jenny never sells anything. Sue is okay, but only if she's asked first. As for Mary, well, you know, don't get me started. Wow. By the way, do you have the skills and knowledge to train and motivate her staff? If you were wanting to address those challenges that she just put out? Of course you do. So what we are now dealing with is not a sales objection any longer. It's a training opportunity. Is now the right time to jump in and explain your ideas for training? No, definitely not. Not yet. But wow, how did we get here? How did we get confronted with a sales objection? And now we're having a training conversation. Wow. So let's recap. First, we were doing our product presentation, endeavoring to balance it more as a conversation rather than a pushy telling style. Because now we are starting to realize and understand that telling ain't selling. So how do we need to look at these situations differently? Well, we need to understand 
that to stand out as a professional salesperson, we need to conduct ourselves differently. Not for difference sake, but rather to disassociate ourselves from the behaviours and the language that buyers associate with poorly trained, unskilled salespeople. So let's go back to that sales call. The client raised an objection. We were pacing our conversation and therefore found it easy to stop. So when we heard that objection, we have heaps of retail and we don't need anymore, we had an opportunity to pause, demonstrate some empathy, consider our response from the client's perspective and realise that we were just being offered a public objection. So our response was, that's not a problem. Then we asked, can you tell me a little bit more about that? And as the client started to unpack and unfold and tell us more, we actively listened. You know, uh-huh, mm-hmm, okay, oh, really, okay. Which encourages the client to keep talking and ultimately tell us more. So far, we've taken the edge off the sales objection and have reached a point where not only have we found a part of the why, but we've found out the reason is something that we can actually solve. At this point, I'd like to offer you a challenge. When I first started to shift my selling style from telling to a more question-based style, I have to admit I really struggled. I can still clearly remember like it was yesterday the first time I tried a questioning sales style. It was at Insignia Hair Design in Seaforth. Karen and I had become quite friendly over the years, so I thought this was a great client to practice on. Well, I've never felt so embarrassed as I stumbled to ask questions, let alone decent ones, that got me more information. I still feel the blush of embarrassment even now. So my challenge is for you to practice this new behaviour. Practice asking questions rather than telling. Practice asking the questions we have just gone through next time you incur a sales objection. Practice listening to your client with the intent to understand rather than the intent to interrupt. Then you'll be ready for the next podcast where we unpack the personal level of handling sales objections. So what are the key takeaways from today? Well, firstly, objections are quite often public objections, are quite often objections that don't need to be answered because they're a fob-off. They're an excuse. They don't need to be answered. So the second step is to remember to ask good questions. And my example was, tell me a little bit more about that. Number three, learn to listen. And learn to listen with the intent to understand rather than with the intent to interrupt. Practice these skills and your objection handling will all of a sudden become more enjoyable. I look forward to taking you to the next step on my next podcast. And until then, enjoy your day. Thanks for listening. As a Get To Yes podcaster, you have direct access to something special. A 60-minute interactive video conference training call is available to those of you who want to further develop your skills in handling sales objections. They're run privately, you know, just for you and your company sales team. If this is a fit for you, drop me an email with video conference special in the subject line. Be quick though, as there's limited sessions available. Or book me for your next sales meeting or sales conference. If you like what you've heard, please share it with someone you know who is looking to become more persuasive, diffuse resistance and get to yes. Our podcasts are bi-weekly, so subscribe on iTunes or you can visit me at thesalescatalyst.com.au.